Hello and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, your host and girlfriend. I'm so glad that you found this podcast today. I cannot wait for you to hear from our guest today. Not only do we talk about movement and manifestation, I also share a hilarious dating story. So you definitely want to listen to the end because it kind of just turns into two girlfriends talking, uh, which is what I love about this podcast is yes, we'll talk about serious, amazing, deep stuff, but then also we'll be real, uh, real humans and real women because let's be real. Real is real. None of that fake shit here. So before we get into that, I want to share with you this week's review of the week. This is from Yo Michaela. She writes, Sam is so authentic in the topics she shares and there's no shortage of inspiration. I've truly enjoyed how she points out the real, real, ha, that's so funny, uh, in a gentle but also firm way. Hello, let's get full out. As with many things in the universe, I found this podcast at exactly the right time. Each episode really helps me dig deep to evaluate what I'm doing or not doing. Am I living to my full truth? If you want someone to help push you to be your best self, Sam is the girl and this is the podcast for you. Yo, Michaela, queen, girlfriend, thank you so much for that. And I literally did not read the real part of that. I mean, I've said real about 20 times and we're only a minute into this episode. So um, great minds, great minds think alike. Thank you so much. Make sure you email Sam at Samantha Joe Harvey so our team can send you a $25 Amazon gift card as a thank you for leaving a review. Uh, If you have not left a review and a rating on iTunes and Apple, please, please, please do so. It would mean the world to me and you have the chance to have your review read on the podcast and then you get a chance to earn that uh, $25 gift card. So I really am just like so, so excited for you to hear from today's guest. It's Bridget James Ling, who's the founder of Move and Manifest, which is a coaching program designed to help you manifest your vision through movement. Now, what I love about Bridget is that she's actually a former client of mine, and she's become one of my most amazing friends. So she has an incredible background. In addition to coaching, she's a dancer and fitness instructor based in Brooklyn, New York. She has an extensive performing career uh, at 92nd Street Y, Paradance Capizio Center, Green Space Studios, New York City Department of Correction, and Dixon Place. She also has taught dance in New York City schools, which is when we actually first met, as well as uh, managed a dance company in Manhattan. Bridget is passionate about helping you embody your vision so that you can live your dream life now. I can't wait for you to listen and legit, seriously, like if nothing else, skip to the end when I talk about this crazy dating story uh, because it is funny. So with that, enjoy. Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Joe Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Bridget, OMG, I'm so, so happy you are here. I know I say that every single time that I bring (laughs) someone on, but I'm really, really pumped for you to be here and for all of our listeners to hear from you and hear your experience and Before we kind of get into your story, 
the first question, I'm going to do something different today. The first question I want to ask you is what does it mean to you to live your life full out? Oh my gosh. I love this question because it's not like I'm on stage, but it's every single day. Living my life full out means that I get to wake up every day, design my life the way that it looks like and help other people. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, we're going to get in. You have like a fierce, amazing bio and I'm really <laughs> pumped, but, but what I want to go to is, is where you were just a couple years ago. Now you, you know, we know that you were my client and now you've become my amazing friend and I'm so proud of your growth, but I, I think that your journey is really special, but I think it's also something that a lot of women are going to be able to relate to. So can you take us back what does that journey look like? Where were you a couple years ago when we first started working together? Oh my God. It's so scary to go back there, but it's so good to reflect on it. So it was like two years ago, I was teaching full time in the Bronx and I was teaching 22 dance classes a week and pretty much working like 80 hours a week and teaching, you know, from 7am to 6pm coming home, grading assignments, creating lesson plans. I was walking to work sobbing, <laughs> calling my mom, crying. I'd stopped going to auditions. This was like my first or second year in New York City, and I didn't have any friends. And um, yeah, like I just had stopped doing all the things that I loved. I wasn't going to happy hours. I wasn't going to auditions. I remember having to speak at my job in faculty meetings. And I would get up in front of the staff and like face would get beat red. I'd have a shake in my voice. I didn't have no idea what I was talking about. I mean, really I did like, let's be real, but um, I'd be so nervous. And um, it was just like speaking in front of 20 people. I was in terrible relationships. I mean, like it just goes on. And um, I just wasn't confident. Can you tell, share a little bit about anxiety and what that felt like for you? Because I know that a lot of women suffer with anxiety and I know it looks and, and feels different ways for different people, but would, will you just share a little bit about what that experience was for you? I'm so glad you bring that up because I've been reflecting on this recently. When I was living in my anxiety, I was having constant panic attacks and they would come out of nowhere. Like I could be cooking and all of a sudden feeling shaky and getting hot and getting really dis disoriented. Like I didn't know where I was. I couldn't ground myself. And I also really found it at night. Like I would wake up thinking over and over and over again about a conversation I had or about a lesson plan or about an audition that I wasn't even going to. Um, and then it even showed up like in my own relationships or my own teaching. Like I'd be so nervous when my principal or boss would come in and watch me and um, just, just constantly not being able to live full out. Yeah. Yeah. So what, so what was it that you decided was like enough is enough. I need to do something different and I'm going to invest in a coach. Cause you had never worked with a coach prior to us working together. No. What, what did that experience look like? The transition to working with you, um, you just like were such a light in my life. And I knew that by 
hiring a coach, like nothing bad could come out of it. Like it was only positive energy coming my way. And it was honestly like one of the only positive things in my life at that time. <laughs> yeah. It's wild, <laughs> right? It's so crazy. And, and, you know, I think the other thing that's interesting is like, we didn't really know each other on, um, a personal level at all. No. Like we were connected via social media and, yeah. and it was like this, Hey, you doing this? Hey, I think I want to be into this. And like, it just kind of, it kind of happens. So yeah. what was it like to invest? Like, cause I know when I first invested in my first coaching program, my first workshop, my first mastermind, all of these things, like I was terrified. I was like, Oh my God, is this going to be worth it? Can I even come up with this money? <laughs> Because a lot of us come from lack stories and abundance is a thing and scarcity is a thing, especially, I don't even want to say, especially for dancers, it's the starving artist thing, but like, I think women in general, like we're used to giving, 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 and we're not used to investing and putting back into ourselves. So I know for me, every time I invest in myself, it's gotten easier. It's also, mm -hmm. I then expand my limits for what I'm, I think I'm worthy of investing. So that's been a growth for me, but what was that like for you? Well, I didn't have a lot of money. Like I was making a good salary job or what I thought was like good, safe money for me to make. Um, I didn't have a lot in my savings, but I knew that I was at a point in my life where I was like, if I don't do something right now, I'm just going to keep going into the negative. And I also had done a little bit of work on money stories and knew that like, if I invested in myself, I'm going to be happier. I'm going to attract more income. Um, and I, you just had so much faith in me. And just from watching your Instagram stories and knowing a little bit about you, I was like, okay, only positive things can come out of this. And I'm ready to just take the leap of faith and see what happens. And then, and then amazing things happened. Tell us more. What amazing things happened? Um, oh my God. So everything, I think during our first coaching, some of my goals were Oh, got it. One of them was just like to speak in front of people unapologetically and not be afraid. The other one was to perform more. Um, the other one was just working on my relationships. Oh, and then quit my job and get into a new job. And I did all of those things. And then on top of that, I tripled my savings. Like that is insane because I was like so much happier living in my truth, living in my dream, I attracted so much more income and creative opportunities for me to increase my savings. Which is so wild because we only worked together for two months, I think. I know. Yeah. I, in, yeah. in the beginning of me coaching, I, I was only doing like two month packages and that was a shit ton of change in those two months. And I think it's because you, you, you were ready to up level. And I think that that was the thing. It's, it's not really about me. Like I hold a space for you as a coach. It's not about me. Like any coach that says it's about them. Let me tell you, run the opposite direction. It is yeah. not about the coach. It is about how they can show up and hold a container for you as a woman, as a human to grow in your life and your business and your relationships and your money, like in whatever area you're working, um, on, on developing. And so I'm going to put this all back and be like, you were ready. Like I just held the space for you. I asked you some good questions and you had all of these epiphanies on your own. And that was the first time we worked together. And then like a little bit of time went by. You're like, great, I'm going to fly. I'm going to take all this stuff that I've yep. learned. I'm going to move forward. And then what changed and why did you say, Hey, I want to work together again? Well, I already knew that like investing in myself was important. So I was like, hands down, I'm in. 
And I knew that like, whatever I invested was going to return. So like, that wasn't a worry for me. I was like, boom, I know what's going to happen there. But at the beginning of this year, I, again, I I didn't find myself in a similar place, but I found myself knowing that I could do more because you had already helped ignite the fire in me, take me to the next level. And I was like living in this safe space. And I was like, Sam, I know that I can do more. And I know that what we achieved last year was massive, but I'm ready to like go even bigger and further and like just break out of all limiting beliefs. So this year we, um, (laughs) we did something in a shorter amount of time. I quit my job completely, no longer working for anyone else and became my own boss. And I did not even think that that was possible. I remember our first coaching session thinking, Sam, I want to leave my job and do it by September 1st. And I did it by like August 1st. (laughs) I love it. What else, what else have you done? What else were your wins? Um, oh my God, my relationships, that's something that I like tend to stay away from. So this was a really deep one to work on with you. And I have significantly changed my relationships and helped create a lot of safe boundaries between people that have, um, that I have allowed to bring me down in the past. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. Okay. So if you had like one big takeaway, what was like your biggest takeaway from our time together from coaching in general? Um, the biggest takeaway is that I can truly do anything and I do not have to limit myself. Yeah. That I can truly do anything. Yeah. And it's, and that's what I've seen in you is your confidence like going from that New York city public school teacher who was terrified of speaking in front of the faculty in the faculty meeting to now like running your own business, going to live, you're you're going to live in Costa Rica for two months. Like you're working remotely, you are stepping up as a leader and you've created a new business, which I can't wait for you to share with everyone. And for me, what I see in you is, is your confidence your confidence in yourself, the confidence in your higher power, the confidence in Mm. just trusting that like what's meant for you is there for you and you're going to go after it. So will you tell everyone on this podcast, because I really want them to learn about what you've created. Can you tell them about move and manifest what it means, what it is, who it's for all the good things? Oh my God. So move and manifest, I feel like is a total culmination of my entire life's work. Like this is it. This is like, you know, the two most, most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why, like this is why. And so in Move and Manifest, I help women manifest their movement. And we literally do this by embodying your goals. So I've always loved goal setting and, uh, and empowering women. And um, I've combined my two passions and I've done a few coaching sessions and group classes and the testimonials are crazy because people don't realize that like they have the power within their own bodies to actually step into their future selves now. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been doing. Move and manifest one-to-one coaching. And it is transformative. I like to think that I'm doing like the woo-woo spirituality and then like the badass businesswoman. I don't know if we can curse. The pass away girl. Pass away. <laughs> The woo-woo spirituality and then the badass businesswoman together. So like embodying our goals, but then also doing some goal setting together of like, what is that tangible action item in your day-to-day life? 
So Bridget, what if, what if people are listening to this and like, that sounds terrifying. Like I'm not a dancer. I don't know how to move my body. Like this, is this for me? Yes. I'm like moving around right now because I'm so excited. It's actually, I love to work with non-movers because every body is a body. And if you have a body, you can move and you can dance. And um, what I find with a lot of dancers is that we like to go into like our five, six, seven, eight choreography, but people that aren't dancers, they have this like juicy, authentic movement that's so original to them. Mm, I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. So, um, you know, can we talk a little bit about manifesting? And I actually want you yeah. to share um, your experience from the last couple of weeks. So after Bridget and I coached together, like we've just become really amazing friends, um, which doesn't happen every time I coach someone, <laughs> but like she, I feel like she's a mini me and I'm just, I feel so blessed to have supported her in her journey. Um, but I want you to talk now about the manic manifesting. Like, can oh you God. tell us about what, like healthy <laughs> manifesting versus manic manifesting and like what your experience was in like the last week? Yeah. So healthy manifesting is me in August when I like did a solo trip to San Diego and I was like running around the beach praying to God, meditating, doing the action items, like really just having fun, living in my joy, putting the good energy out there and doing the work, but in, a, in, a, in my light. Then I get back to New York City and these last two weeks, I have been in it. I mean, making like a million to-do lists, trying to check off the boxes, trying to speak to as many people as possible. So now I'm like spread thin, um, you know, like, literally filling my schedule from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m., 10 p.m. at night, not really sleeping. I literally had a twitch in my eye. The other day I was like yelling my affirmations. <laughs> I'm like, I am worthy of love. I'm like, I'm just making it so hard, okay? And yesterday I had a coming to Jesus moment where I really just got in, or you know, whatever you're calling it. I really got in tune and I said, oh my God, you know what universe I'm done with myself right now. I've asked for these things. I've asked for them and I have to trust you and know that you're, you've got my back, that you're conspiring for me. And so after that conversation, I went and took a nap and passed out. And I kid you not, I took an hour nap. That's it. I woke up feeling like I had released stress from years, like years of stress. It was, I, it was so strange. I woke up feeling like a new woman and Within an hour, I had a new client reaching out to me, joining Move and Manifest. And I, I was manifesting a subletter because I am going to Costa Rica. And I have somebody subletting my apartment in New York City. These are things that I was like really hard pressing against the universe. And I just rested, took a nap, and they appeared. <laughs> oh, I mean, like this just like I can feel like the sigh and the release like as I hear that because... I know that like a lot of type A's, people similar to us that are achievers, we're doers. We also have a connection to our spirituality, but like we, we can try to force and control and control and force all the way. And it's like, Ooh, that's when we're in our masculine. That's when we're doing that like manic, crazy, I'm manifesting, I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing. And it's like, whoa, boo, you're actually not like part of manifesting. Yes. You have to set your intention. Yes. You've got to take the action steps, but part of it is trusting and it's sitting back and, and, and really putting your faith in God, universe, whatever you believe in that 
they're going to, that you're supported, that it's going to come your way or whatever is supposed to come your way will come your way, you know? And I think that so many people fall into that, like, but I'm doing all the things and why isn't it happening? And it's like, Ooh, that ain't the energy that you want to put out there. Cause then if we look at the law of attraction, you're putting out those like crazy vibes of like control and force and masculine. And as opposed to like, I'm having fun and being in your joy, being in your fun, taking a nap, treating yourself, yeah. practicing, receiving like that is how we then draw things to us. Yes. And I think you said this in one of your podcasts recently, but releasing the outcome, like when I was speaking to the universe and just giving it over to them, I also said like, and if this manifestation doesn't happen, I know that you have something better coming for me. And just like letting go of like what I thought it had to be um, allowed it to show up. But I, I also just relaxed and trusted that the universe had something else coming. Yeah. It's like that meme. I don't know if you've seen it where it's like the person's like, I'm trying to manifest this. And it's like this little tiny thing, but then the universe is like behind them with this like massive world of things being like, but this is what I have in store for you. And it's so funny because we can get so laser focused on our goals or laser focused on what we want to create or be or do that. Like we don't really allow room. And, and I've talked about this on multiple podcasts about allowing space for the miracles to happen. That if we like force things to happen, there's no space for magic. There's no space for the miracle. And I, I talk about it in, in relation to um, creating a baby. Not that I've done this. Um, however, mm -hmm. it's like we all know the mechanism of how you create a baby. Like we know what yeah. needs to happen. <laughs> however, we can't force it. You, there has to be allowance and room and space for that miracle to actually happen. Yeah. And, um, and I think so often uh, us overachievers, we forget to leave space for miracles and to, we forget to leave space for the magic. Oh, totally. And the, yeah, I just end up dream, like, you know, not dreaming big enough. I'm like, oh, yeah. I thought it was this thing, but really like you're saying the universe is in the background saying, hello, Bridget, I have this waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, actually I've got this entire universe here just like waiting to be sent your way, which I think is super awesome. Um, so Bridget, I'm going to ask you, right now, why, you know, you know that I've just launched full out confidence and I'm so excited because I do work one-on-one -on -one with clients, but it is a higher price point. And yeah. I know that not everyone is ready, um, to invest at that higher price point. So one thing that I've been super passionate about is, is creating a space for women who aren't quite ready for that high level, high ticket price investment to still work with me in a very intimate, exclusive setting, six weeks, live Zoom calls, working on confidence. And we know that confidence shows up in every area of your life. What would you tell them if they're on the fence? They're like, hmm, should I do this or should I not? Well, first of all, knowing that working with you is going to be absolutely transformative, especially since you're doing live Zoom calls. I mean, you don't see that a lot in coaching. The the fact that you'll be there having conversations with them, like that is hands down, like the number one reason that you should sign up. Um, but also just take a look at where you are in life and really write down like, what if I did this coaching and what if I achieved my dream life? Like, what does that look like? And then ask yourself, like, are you okay staying where you are right now? Or would you rather like take the leap of faith jump to the next level and live in that dream life. Oh, I love it. Because like, if, if I go back and look at where I was 
five years ago. I mean, gosh, even two years ago, I was in a very different position. And I know that I can thank my showing up for myself in coaching programs and masterminds. But like, if I really go back five years ago, I think that's really when it was for me, when I had zero confidence, where I was not confident in my body. I was not confident in my relationships. I was not confident in myself. Like confidence, I think literally changed my life. Can you speak about how you were when you had no confidence in that, that faculty room to now having the confidence to literally be your own boss, travel the world and like create everything that you want? Oh my God. So I couldn't even go on Instagram and make a story. I was like, hi, I'm Bridget. Hey everyone. Like I was terrified. I was alone in my bedroom. Um, it was awful. I would walk into like dance classes and stand in the back. I would like, couldn't speak in faculty meetings. I could barely like have a conversation with someone over DMs. And now what I'm finding is that I'm having so many conversations over DMs that people are asking, hey, do you want to partner together? Do you want to work together? Like when somebody asked me to do an Instagram live, I'm like, yeah, girl, let's do it. Like, what are we talking about today? Um, Even down to small things that I think matter, like ordering your lunch. Like if you don't like the food that's on your plate, asking politely, saying, you know, I don't like this or, you know, whatever it is, but using your voice more authentically every day. Um, even right now, like if you would, if we had done this two years ago, I would oh, not be speaking girl. like this. <laughs> if we did this two years ago, I went, I'm going to tell an embarrassing story, Bridget, about you. Um, I, I asked you to do a video for something and before you would actually do it or post it, you were like, Hey, I'm going to send you like a rough draft of this. And it was this, like, you were doing the video as a practice round that you recorded to send to me. And you were like hiding in the corner of your room. And you were like talking like this, like, I don't recognize that person. And I think that's so important because this is, oh your- my God. do you remember that? <laughs> kind of? Yeah. In my Upper East Side apartment. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. But like, I think that people see you now and they see, they see me now and they're like, well, Sam, you're just confident. Bridget, that's just who you are. Like, you don't understand what it's like to be me. And the truth is, this is like our chapter 15 and you might be on like chapter one. And so if your confidence is what, with what Bridget's saying, where you're like, I'm afraid to speak up. I'm afraid to even have people hear my voice. Like, I remember that when I first started teaching fitness and I had to put on the Britney Spears microphone, like the head microphone that like wraps around your ears. I was like, oh my God, my voice, not only are people going to hear me, but they're going to hear me on a loudspeaker. Now, like I knew fitness and I obviously was a dancer, like I could move, but for them to hear my voice, for me to even amplify it with a microphone, I remember how terrifying that was. Like I had like the crazy stomach. I was just profusely sweating. Like I, we have been there. And I think that's so important to, to recognize that a lot of the leaders and, and the trainers and the educators and the people that you see on Instagram that you admire and you're like, oh my gosh, they're so you know confident. Like, how do they do it? How do they show up? How do they have, like, how do they look like they've got it all together? I think it's so important to recognize that like, this is their chapter 100. And like, they weren't yeah. like that. If you go back, like I purposely leave up all my old Instagram because I want people to see how bad my pictures used to be how filtered they used to be, how dark <laughs> yeah. and like not good. And like how bad my captions were. And like, I want people to see that I'm not perfect. 
And I think y'all should check that out. Like if any of your coaches or the people you admire have erased all of their stuff from their early years, like to me, that's, that's not authentic. It's authentic to fall down and figure it out and like bust your face open and embarrass yourself and like learn through those experiences because no one just wakes up confident. No one just wakes up one day being like, I'm a professional Instagrammer. I'm a professional dancer, I'm a professional <laughs> teacher. I'm amazing. Like, no, we go through school for this. You go through life experience, which is school to become this person. Yeah. That's so important. Oh my God. Totally. And I'm still, I'm still growing. And that's, it's now exciting. Like before it was scary. Now I'm like, okay, how am I going to up-level my confidence this time? Oh my God. I feel the same way. Like when TikTok came out, I was like, oh, not another social media thing. And I, and I totally made that judgment. I I'm aware of that, but I kept having friends being like, Sam, you should try it. Sam, you should try it. And let me tell you, it was like, oh God, I got to show up in a different way that is not comfortable for me. So even doing that, I was like, dang, this is testing me now. Granted, I don't, I'm not like into spending as much time as I think TikTok takes. It took me a lot of time to like do the things and create the captions and all that stuff. So it's, it's just not for me. However, it was a great practice in how do I become more confident? How do I stretch myself? And I will also say that dating is doing that for me too. And (laughs) my God, (laughs) I need you all to know on here that Bridget was one of the people that like pushed me over the edge to do, to do the dating apps (laughs) all the way into the dating app conversation. But I know people are curious about it. But like Bridget was one of the people that like kind of got me over that hump of being like, oh yeah, fuck it. I'll just do it. Do it. It's been so fun. And and that's what I've I've been using it as an opportunity to exercise my confidence and to see, hey, how do I handle this situation? How this is an opportunity for me to either stick up for myself or present myself in a way that like I'm proud of. And it's just been really interesting to see what old habits come up, what mindset you get, you know, get thrown out there. And yeah, it's been really fascinating. So anyone that's been thinking about online dating, I think it's a great way to challenge yourself, not go out. I'm not saying go out there and search for your freaking soulmate, like take the pressure off to be whatever you think you need to be for a man, like throw that out there or a woman, if you like ladies, whatever you like, but like use it as an opportunity to figure out yourself. Boom. In my manifesting of a man, that is what has been really helping me is going on dates. And when I hear something that I don't like or something in my gut feels like this is wrong, by me acknowledging and saying, you know what, this isn't for me, I'm telling the universe what is for me. And so that's been really helpful in dating and manifesting this man. Um, Can I tell everyone on this podcast a hilarious story? I know we're totally like devolving into just like having a (laughs) a girl time hangout. Like that's what I want this podcast to be. I want it to feel like, Hey, we're having, we're having a tea, we're catching up, but I have to share a funny story. And Bridget, I don't even know if I've told you this, but I'm going to share this with everyone. And I'm kind of praying that this man is not listening to this episode because I will feel bad, but went on a date with a guy and it was fine. Um, not quite the right match for me. Um, the next day he asked the name of my podcast. And I was like, oh, I don't think that you're the right demographic for my podcast. Like, I'm thinking about all you listening being like, this is not for a man. Like, let's be real. I know we have a few male listeners, but like, y'all, I speak to you as a woman, as a queen, as a goddess. And so the guy's like, he pushes back a few times. He's like, no, I'm fine. I want to find it. I'm fine. Like, okay, it's called full out. And so he sends me a picture of him listening to the first episode. And I'm like, like a selfie. 
I don't even know how it was. I feel like it was like a picture of a picture. Yeah, it was weird. Okay. But I was like, oh, like I got really uncomfortable and I was like, oh no, okay. Um, just remember like, you're not the target demographic. Like this is for women. And I like, I started getting really uncomfortable. That's, that's not the bad part of the story. This, this man texts me later that night with a picture of his phone and his dog at the beach on episode 16, he has listened <laughs> from episode one to 16 in one day. And he's like, oh, he's like overgo- just overdoing it. I was like, first of all, first of all, wow. Well, and then, and this is what he said with it. He said, um, aside from being called a queen one too many times, um, I think, I think that your interview skills are getting better as you go. And then he said something else and I was like, okay. are you kidding me? Okay, okay. First of all, you better believe I'm calling my women, my Queens. Like, first of all, this is not yeah. for you. Second of all, I didn't ask for your feedback. I didn't ask no. for you to tell me whether I thought it, you thought it was good or not. And I was, I was horrified. And on top of it, don't tell me you've just listened to my voice for eight hours. Yeah. After a oh. first date. Like, is that not crazy? Oh, wait, this is after date one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Also like, you know, it's pretty common in dating for you to like really Google someone and like look them up and follow them on Facebook and like, who's their aunt? I don't know. <laughs> um, but like to tell you that they listen to all 16 of them, like that is a lot in one day. <laughs> and then to what? kind of like give you that weird feedback. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've ever listened to anyone's podcast. I've listened to like maybe three episodes in a row, but like mm-hmm. that's cuckoo crazy. So yeah. I'm terrified that this man is now listening to this, but it was, yeah, like, right. it was like really <laughs> hilarious. And I kind of was like, how long can I wait until I talk about this? But I thought that every listener on here would get a giggle out of that. Yes. So at some point I might share some more dating stories because I have some really great ones. Uh- <laughs> I think that would be awesome. Like that would be amazing. Cause I know that even in my like, and when we were working together, I wasn't necessarily working on dating, but my dating life improved by working with you. So if you shared that, I'll be listening. Oh yeah. I mean, look, and, and there is a ton of mindset stuff that comes up. I mean, anytime you're in relationship with anyone, whether it's a parent, whether it's a friend, a business partner, a romantic partner, partnerships, that person is a mirror. They're a mirror for your shit. Like they will either shine back things that you love or show you things that you don't love about yourself. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's the biggest thing is it's just, it's constantly an opportunity for growth. I think honestly, everything is. So whether you are going to jump into the six week full out confidence course, that's an opportunity for growth. Whether you're going to go get on hinge and start dating, that's an opportunity for growth. Whether you're going to jump into a 30 day nutrition program, that's an opportunity for growth. I think literally every single thing that we do in life is an opportunity for growth. Even someone's like, yeah, but what about when I just sit back on the sofa and I eat my my Cheetos and I'm watching Netflix? (laughs) Yeah. That's an opportunity for growth. You're giving yourself the space to say, Hey, I need to relax today. I'm going to take care of myself. So I think that sometimes we take personal development, like really seriously and (laughs) like 16 podcasts, seriously, like 16, (laughs) 16 podcasts, seriously. Um, and then other times, like we forget that, Hey, we can have fun in this journey. So gosh, I don't even know where we went in this podcast, but I feel like it's been super fun. Bridget, I'm so proud of you for showing up for yourself because really that's what it is. It takes one decision 
saying yes to yourself once opens the door. It is, I say that when people invest in coaching and they put that first deposit down, that is your handshake with the universe that says, yes. I am ready. Let's yes. go. And so I'm so proud of you, not only for doing it once, but for then doing it again, a second time when you felt that intuition saying, Hey, Bridget, there's something more, there's something more, there's something more. And I think that so many of us don't know how to listen to that intuition or we hear it, but we come up with every excuse as to why we don't have the money or why we don't have the time or why it's not going to work. And you chose to not listen to those fears and to still do it anyway. So I want to honor you. And, and what I love so much about this is now because you've put in the work for consistently for a couple of years now is that you are now in a space where you get to support other women in their journeys. And that's what makes me yes. the most excited. Like I love supporting women who want to help women. And yes. I just feel like together, like we can create massive, massive change. And I'm just, I'm so proud of you. I can't wait to see how your business grows, how your life grows. And I'm so grateful that you were on here. So I'm going to ask you one last question, but before we do Ooh. that, where can people find you online? I am on Instagram at Bridget James Lang. And you guys, I'm also launching my website, movementmanifest.me. I love it. So we're going to put that in the show notes, but my very last question for you is if someone was to come up to you and say, Bridget, how do I live my life full out? What would you tell them? I would tell them to go to their journal, write down every single thing that they want in their lives, get really clear on it and then go do it that day. Go figure out how can you live your life with what you just wrote down in your journal now. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day and I'll see you next time.